So it's been a long time coming. The lockdown has had clearly a huge impact on the wedding industry. But today, today I photographed my first wedding since the lockdown began. I'm Paul and this is the Mastering Portrait Photography podcast. Hello, one and all. I hope you're well. So as you can hear, this podcast is coming from the confines of my Land Rover Defender. I haven't recorded one of these in a little while. Uh, I haven't recorded a podcast in a little while, actually. We've been absolutely flat out trying to make sure that we are ready for everything that reopening a business during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic uh, allows us to do. Uh, of course, it's uh, health and safety crazy. Uh, and so we've had to just focus on that a little bit. So apologies for there being no podcast. I've actually last week recorded a wonderful podcast uh, with one of our suppliers, our frame supply, Kaleidoscope. Uh, but I just haven't had time yet to cut that one down and do the edits. So look out for that one. It's got fuller tips and ideas for uh, selling frames and making the best of the situation that we are in right now. As for us, well, today, today I've got one guy and we... We had one famous day back in March where pretty much every wedding that we had booked for this year rang up to postpone until next year or for a few of them all the way out to 2022. And so we sort of didn't think, and, and certainly this is what we've uh, what we uh, continuously planned, was that we wouldn't do any weddings this year. However, however, one of our clients, one of our clients, held out and held out and held out. And that wedding is today. And that wedding is Claire and Ed's wedding. It's down at Le Manoir, which is one of our all-time, all-time favorite venues. Absolutely adore that place. And I haven't been down there and since February, although we're in constant contact with the guys and we're talking about um, all of the stuff that's coming up and uh, where well, we've built a huge image library um, to make it possible for them to use images on social media that we've shot over the past decade or so. So it's not like we're not doing anything, but I just haven't been down there. Uh, so today it's gonna to be interesting. I haven't seen it for so long. I've heard that the gardeners have been doing their thing anyway, irrespective, irrespective of the lockdown. And so with luck, it'll still look every bit as beautiful as it always has. Uh, and I cannot wait to get down there and have a look. As for the studio, well, we're fully open. Um, we sort of planned around it a little bit uh, over the past, over the month prior to us being able to open. Uh, so we had a pretty good idea of what we could and couldn't do. Um, the big thing for us really inside the studio is to make sure that while we're obviously, obviously we're being ultra safe and ultra cautious, we're still able to create the images that our clients uh, know us for, which means we need to be able to do a combination of studio work and in our stunning uh, garden. I'm very lucky in that I have, uh, as part of our studio, we have the back garden. The back garden is completely private. Nobody else is allowed in there. And that means that in terms of social distancing, uh, we are able to do pretty much anything we wish to do, but we have to do it in a very particular way. Uh, so this podcast essentially is I'm going to step through the things we've done. If you've got any feedback and you think there's other things we should have done, feel free to email me, email me, email in rather. You can always 
contact me I'm Paul at paulwilkinsonphotography.co.uk um, and for those of you that have emailed me you know because I've responded this week I've caught up with my emails uh, and I know a few of you have emailed in uh, the other thing I should say is that this podcast is completely unscripted when I uh, set about this morning I assumed I'd have some time to sit and put together some notes uh, so that when I climbed into the car uh, I'd have at least a thread a semblance of sense about uh, the podcast and of course anything but that happened I uh, had to do some edits on some images I then had to pack my bags for a wedding and I haven't done that in so long I had to really really concentrate to make sure everything is where it should be two sets of cameras two sets of lenses lots and lots of batteries everything charged up and as it should be uh, and of course it's always really tricky when you haven't done something for so long I'm working off old checklists uh, and making sure that everything visually looks right the lenses are clean uh, cameras have got formatted memory cards lots of memory cards uh, everything is as it should be and so instead of planning my podcast which I'm now recording uh, I prioritized making sure that my client has uh, everything that or rather I have everything that I need to give my client the best possible service so this podcast uh, will be in two parts it will be this part which is me driving to the wedding uh, and then afterwards I will do a quick debrief of what it's like to shoot a wedding during uh, the lockdown because I know there's a whole heap of rules um, that I've had to get my head around and some processes and things uh, but with a little bit of luck everything will be super safe uh, super super uh, um, organized uh, and of course hopefully really really creative as well because at the end of the day I need to get those uh, beautiful shots of the bride in her dress her seeing her fiance for the first time which at the moment you can't do at the altar uh, the registrars are insisting they do the interview the pre-interview with you both at the same time the bride and groom both at the same time uh, so that takes a little bit of romance out you're not allowed to do a processional in so your dad is not allowed to walk you down the aisle for instance these are all rules that are actually there to protect the safety of everyone because the registrars uh, would like to spend as little time as little time with each couple as possible to reduce the, any risk there might be of transmission so I'll let you know on the way back how that pans out uh, so that's that's what I said this thing is a little bit unscripted but at least I kind of know the format of the day uh, so anyway back to the studio the things we've done uh, first off we moved to the viewing room we have got the most beautiful cinema room in our studio but the airflow through it isn't particularly good uh, there is some uh, and if the weather's not cold we can uh, fling open the shutters on our fire exit uh, which allows air to flow through but on a normal sort of British <laughs> British anything other than a British summer's day you really don't want uh, that shutter open because it'd be flipping freezing in there so we moved we've moved the cinema out of that room and into where into one of the rooms where normally I would uh, normally as a pre-meeting uh, when couples come in or families come in it's also where I pitch for weddings because it's got big sofas and it's light and airy uh, and we can get an awful lot of airflow through it so the viewing room now has changed it's not dark and romantic it's now really very bright uh, we've had to position the screens and things very carefully so that people can still see their pictures but so far that's worked really well um, one thing that it does mean uh, is that we can only have one client in the building at a time but that's fine anyway because under the current uh, safety measures that's probably the right thing even if it's not legislated for so at any one time we only have one customer in the building obviously plus me and my team 
and so we can keep everything nice and clean. We put in great big gaps between each appointment. Uh, obviously, every day everything's getting cleaned down, all the surfaces are being wiped down. We don't really use fabrics, although I have a whole load of them. And so the fabrics that might get used, if they were used, we put them into a hot wash uh, and get those cleaned. I know an awful lot of the newborn photographers are having to battle that one out. Uh, you need double the amount of stuff that you're probably used to because you have to give it a hot wash in between every encounter. Uh, the rules seem to be, or the science seems to be, that this, uh, the virus isn't active on certain types of surface uh, between 24 and 72 hours. And so uh, copper surfaces are great. I don't have any copper, so <laughs> I read that somewhere. Uh, probably on Melanie East's post about newborns. And there's some science behind that, but given I don't own anything that's copper, uh, then it's not a lot of point to me. So we're just sanitizing everything down, disinfecting as we go, allowing very big gaps between each client. Whereas previously we probably could do two shoots and two reveals in a single day, not that we normally do. Right now we can only do one shoot and one reveal or two reveals or two shoots. So that slowed us down a little bit. Uh, so we're gonna have to get a little bit more uh, efficient at the sales process, for instance, because if I'm dropping the number of shoots, if I wanna achieve any kind, anything like the kind of targets we would expect, uh, then uh, obviously we need to be better at the pitch and the sell uh, to make the most of every shoot. But so far, so far, so good. Uh, clients uh, are coming in and we're doing the shoots, we're creating the images uh, and we're selling beautiful, beautiful frames to go on people's walls, which is really, really lovely. July right now is completely solid. I can't move for work, but I know to caution on that, you know, I, the, the thing with this whole virus is it's really hard to know what everybody is going through. And I get really tired, really tired of hearing we're all in this together. It's the, the new normal, unprecedented times. And it's just, do you know what? Each of us is experiencing this in our own way. And for us, you know, July is solid. I can't take on any more work in July. But the reality is probably that's a built up demand over the prior three months. So what I'm really interested in is how August and September are going to map out. Uh, and of course, only time will tell. But right now, you know, pretty, pretty pleased that people are still coming in. We're still getting inquiries, lots of headshots and commercial work, which I really enjoy. Uh, plenty of portrait shoots. Weddings, uh, I've just won another two weddings for this year, but they're tiny. I mean, they're two people weddings. Um, one is for two people, one is for six people. The wedding I'm going to right now is for nine people. I'm the 10th, I think. And so these are all really small, intimate weddings, but actually my business works really well like that. We focus on the client, it gives us time, it gives us, there's very little pressure. Um, you can do the group shots in a heartbeat, which is important because I can't take these shots uh, without respecting social distancing. So we're dancing that dance and it's all, it seems to be working. In terms of the back to the studio, uh, one of the things we have done, so the, the first client came in and I said, I'm really sorry, obviously uh, we can't serve any refreshments and they'd driven a long way. They'd driven for two and a half hours to get to us and they just look destroyed. Uh, and so although I couldn't serve those guys uh, refreshments, what we have done is sat down and figured out how we can uh, create, you know, make teas and coffees, cookies uh, and things safely. 
Uh, so, uh, you know, a combination of reading the catering guidelines as well as um, office guidelines and all sorts of other things. So we've got the dishwasher racked up to its hottest setting. So it's about, I think it goes up to about 80 degrees. Uh, it goes up hot enough that it melted one of my favorite water bottles the other day. I've been washing it in the dishwasher for ages. No problem at all. Uh, but of course I turned the temperature up for, for health and safety uh, and it's now melted one of my water bottles, which is irritating. Uh, but if it's doing that to a water bottle, the chances are it's killing off that virus, which I think it has to be above 60 degrees, I think. Uh, then, of course, we're serving teas and coffees, but we're using gloves uh, in the kitchen, uh, disposable gloves, sadly not recyclable. And it freaks me out the amount of rubbish that we're going to be piling into into um, landfill uh, through this uh, through this whole pandemic it's just awful but I haven't found another solution just yet so we're wearing gloves and face masks uh, obviously handing over tea and coffee that's all fine the cookies we've had to find a supply of really nice cookies that are individually wrapped so that uh, we can hand them over people can sanitize and help themselves even even our really beautiful we have this really beautiful raw cane sugar for our clients and even that uh, we've sourced uh, individual individually wrapped sugar cubes so that if our clients want sugar they know that uh, when they open up the the packet it's completely and utterly sterile uh, during the shoot of course i mean i'm lucky and i'm i tend to gravitate towards longer lenses anyway so i always use my stock lens is a 70 to 200 and when i went back through any image really that i've won an award for um, and most of our portfolio there was very little in there where I was standing closer than two meters and obviously at the moment with the one meter plus rule that means I can shoot pretty much as I would normally without worrying about that however the big problem has been in the studio when I'm trying to move lights I'm now having to move people before I move light so I have to ask my client to get out of the way give me plenty of space or I get them to move the light uh, which, uh, which is entertaining. I'm now not only having to pose people in the studio, I'm having to guide them as to how to move lights around and where I'd like them. Uh, so that's added a, a degree of, uh, is, uh, of interruption, really. That's the biggest problem. Not that I can't get there. It just slows down the shoot. It slows down me. It means we're creating fewer images, but it does also mean that I'm spending more time crafting the images because I'm having to spend significantly more time uh, actually adjusting things and allowing plenty of room for everyone to be completely, completely and utterly safe. And the same is true in the reveals. We're still doing what we did, but we're doing it all at uh, arm's length with masks, with gloves, uh, plenty of social distancing, plenty of care and thought to make sure that uh, everyone feels safe as well as actually being safe because it's how people feel is nearly as important uh, as how people uh, actually are and so the whole thing is we're working we're working flat out to make sure that's all good uh, and uh, so far so good and on that happy note on that happy note I'm gonna pick up back I've just pulled into the beautiful Amanwa. I'm being met by a porter in PPE. Clearly, I need to park somewhere specific. So on that happy note, I'm going to cut this off and I'll pick up again after this wedding. Okay, so it is 20 past midnight and I'm just leaving the wedding that I came here to photograph 
um, a long day by any stretch that's a long day but I think all of us the team at Le Manoir me everybody just wanted this the first wedding back after uh, after the lockdown to be perfect and so we've covered every angle of it and I have to say uh, if I just let this car get out of the way thank you mate um, I have to say actually I'm driving away ever so slightly emotional the nice thing the nice thing about my business is that we have clients who are genuinely lovely lovely people and it's really hard not to feel the emotions with them and I think the anticipation of today um, after so many hoops they've had to jump through they've held on to the day held on and held on and really uh, the permissions to have a wedding of the type I've just photographed really only became apparent maybe a couple of weeks ago tops and so the excitement both at the venue and the client themselves the bride and groom and their families was just beyond incredible so I'm driving away as I normally do uh, feeling ever so slightly emotional of course I'm feeling ever so slightly paranoid as well because that's my normal mode as I drive away um, paranoid that you know I haven't said to me I shouldn't I photographed everything that I should have I've created pictures that are worthy of the brand and the price that they've paid for this um, that I've represented my company I've represented me but also that I've represented the venue that recommends me I've, recommend, I've represented them in the best possible light and I'm always a bit paranoid as I drive away I can't help it I'm forever playing back all the images I could have got uh, right now I won't imagine the pictures that I have got it'll just be the holes uh, but that's normal and I've kind of got used to it I've done it a long time um, I've never left I don't think I've ever left a wedding feeling anything other than oh my goodness I'm sure there's a ton of things or there, there are a ton of things that I've missed uh, so that's today anyway slightly hot and tired uh, so I've got about 10 minutes home so where was I right we were talking about what we'd done in the studio um, to kind of get things going again and actually in terms of bringing clients in we haven't had to do right now very much we have a full diary uh, for the next six weeks or so uh, some of that will be latent demand it's just that you know with three months or whatever it was a hundred days not really being able to take any photographs at the studio then there's going to be a degree of demand and on top of that of course we've got companies who are looking for ways of generating media and so they're using our services on top of that as well so in some ways we'd expect the next few weeks to be reasonably busy um, I have to say I'm surprised they are as busy as they are uh, and we'll keep an eye on that but at the studio obviously we're now down to um, two clients a day we're doing reveals whenever we can we're still trying to do in-person sales now I know there is a degree there's a lot of conversations and a degree of pressure to do remote sales sessions online sales sessions but if I'm honest you know doing a sales session on zoom really doesn't for us have the magic that it should and could have when we do a reveal at the studio and so all right I do appreciate that it's not always going to be easy but if our clients have been to us at the studio the chances are that they can make an, a, a meeting or a, a, a session to come and see their pictures for the first time and for us to do the design a design consultation as Steve Saparito calls it to come and see their images 
to come and choose their frames, to come and decide what an album might look like. You know, there's a real magic in the way we can present the images, the way we can excite the client, the way we can help them design, that simply doing it over Zoom or an online website for us as a business doesn't work. I know lots of businesses have made it very successful, but for us, we've never quite got that to have the same wow factor um, as uh, when our clients come back to the studio. So we're hanging on in there at the moment with that. So far, so good. We're getting very little um, resistance on that from our clients. I know that will be different for every studio. Not everyone's gonna be able to do that, but for us, at least at the moment. Um, the best news actually that's come out of today is to go into uh, Le Manoir, uh, this wonderful um, restaurant hotel, and ask them how they're doing. And they are booked solid until the end of October. So let's put that into context. Uh, they've reduced the number of rooms by about 30% uh, because they've had to reduce the number of um, covers in the restaurant by about, I think about 30% as well, maybe a little more. And so a natural way of limiting the number of people who are requiring dinner is to limit the number of rooms. So they are running at about two thirds capacity down there. However, they're, they're booked solid. You cannot ring up and get a dinner, lunch, or overnight stay down there until the end of October at the moment. And what's really exciting about that for me is that our client base and their client base look very similar. In fact, an awful lot of Le Manoir, or rather an awful lot of our clients are also Le Manoir clients. Um, not all, it's not, obviously it's not a complete overlap, and I don't work for Le Manoir or with Le Manoir, uh, although I am partnered with them. Um, but their demographic looks very like ours. As a hotel and as a photography business, we have a huge amount of overlap. And so to hear that they are being successful, they've managed to implement changes that still give this incredible service level. I was watching them today and, and almost nothing has changed except there's now PPE involved. So all of the waiting staff and all of the chefs are wearing full face visors, but they've sourced ultra clear, ultra clear visors. Uh, it looks a little bit like each person's wearing glasses and in front of, of those is a visor. But in fact, the glasses are just a way of holding the visor. And they're so clear that from a distance, you cannot see that the staff are wearing them which means that people are able to feel safe, they're able to feel comfortable, but they're also able to interact with the waiting staff and with the, the, the chefs in the front of the house completely and utterly naturally. And so they've, they've nailed it. That's a perfect decision. They haven't done the cloth masks like so many venues have done. They've done these visors and I have to say, that once you got used to it, you barely noticed that they were wearing them. Um, and that's had a huge effect because everyone's feeling really positive. They're enjoying their experience, they're enjoying the food, they're enjoying the ambience, um, or the ambiance. Um, they're enjoying their time there. And if you, know, if you take the order book as anything to go by, the willingness to experience that, or the demand for that experience is completely undiminished. And so for us as a photography business, that really is the best uh, possible news that we could have because if um, their clients are feeling that way, uh, then so will ours be. And that means that there is definitely a market for high quality service, high value service, unique service, the kind of tick boxes that the Manoir and venues like the Manoir have, uh, my client, Today, the groom also works with a, a couple of luxury hotels and he said they're seeing exactly the same thing. 
they had budgeted for something like 20% occupancy for the next few months and they're already booked at something like 40 or 50% occupancy, way over, way over their predictions. And it just goes to show that if you offer a luxury, a high quality product, a unique product, um, there is a market for it. I cannot speak for all sectors. I simply am not in that position. Uh, I can imagine it's not like that everywhere. Uh, and so I really, I really hope you're not listening to this thinking I'm sounding smug. I'm genuinely not. I was genuinely uh, curious as to how um, this year is going to unfold and what I would find uh, when we uh, got talking for the first time. Because uh, Le Mans only opened up two days ago. So this really was the first wedding down there uh, since March. And I've, I've, although um, I had every confidence, I suppose, and I'm being very positive and upbeat, at the end of the day, in the back of my mind, the same questions everybody has. How is this actually going to map out? How is it going to look on the ground? What's going to happen? So I've taken a huge amount of encouragement from that, but we still have to offer. We still have to offer this amazing service. Yes, all right, we're going to have to do it at two meters and face masks are part of it. Sanitizer, we've got sanitizer everywhere in the studio. Um, you know, there's lots and lots of things that remind you that we are still in the middle of a pandemic. We are nowhere near the end of this pandemic, whichever way we look at it. So I'm gonna to have to run the business lean. Um, we were due to get new cameras uh, just for a minute. I'm holding off that. Um, not because I, I think we won't be able to do it, but because it would be foolish uh, to spend what cash we have just now uh, until we can be a little bit more certain. You know, our projections, well, what projections? Um, you know, every year for the past 12 years, I've been able to put together a roadmap based on the previous year of what the next year is gonna look like. And we've built this long-term trend and I can see pretty much what each year is gonna do based on where we end the previous year. <laughs> this year, all bets are off. Uh, not a single prediction is following any kind of pattern that we're gonna be able to recognize. And so things like new cameras, new iMacs, new lenses, those kinds of things, they're gonna just wait for a moment. Um, while we figure out uh, what our next sort of quarter and then next 12 months are going to look like. Uh, it may be that we just have to wait maybe even a year. I hope not. I hope not. We're desperately in need of some new stuff. Um, I'll take everything. I'll get everything I can serviced. Uh, we'll make the best of what we have. Uh, but right now it would be prudent. As all of the big businesses are saying, you must look after the cash. You must look after the cash. And so, uh, like all of us, uh, I think that's going to be uh, the story. But that's really, you know, that's the only bit of this conversation that I think is, it's, it sounds negative. Uh, it sounds like there's things we can't do that we would normally do. And that, there is, that is true. But I have to say, right now, where I'm sitting in a Land Rover at uh, half past 12 at night, having come back from the most beautiful wedding, we're going to get through this. We have to get through this. It's not going to be necessarily straightforward it's not necessarily going to be the same as the years previous you know um, but we've built a solid business we're being sensible with the business but I have to say I'm being excited too uh, I've taken some pictures today that really I'm really really looking forward to getting up onto the screens I'm really looking forward to the client and I just spoke to the client now as I left uh, and they give me permission uh, to post a couple early normally we don't Normally, uh, we only post pictures onto social media uh, when the client has seen them. But for this one, I'm hoping that we can uh, put a few out there.
because it's really, really positive. It's really encouraging. Uh, it's really exciting that weddings can be as romantic and as beautiful as they are today. Uh, and so on that happy note, as I pull back into our little village here, I hope you're well, I hope you're safe. Stay positive, stay upbeat, stay energetic, stay focused, forgive the pun. Uh, and above all else, whatever else is going on, be kind to yourselves. Till next time, take care.